Chapter 9. Enjoy Being Alone There's something fascinating about counterintuitive logic. It's funny because the logic in the way we expect seems to make sense, but the counterintuitive logic makes much more sense. For example, the less choices you are presented with, the more likely you are to make a happy decision. While a rational mind might think that more options means more possibilities, the correct but counterintuitive logic says that the more choices you have, the more likely you are to be unhappier with your choice since your mind will naturally wonder how much better off you would have been if you went with any one of the many options. This is a paradox of choice. The less you try to change someone's mind, the more likely you are to change someone's mind. Rational logic may tell you to present the other person with more perspectives, more data, and more intense yelling to snap them out of what might be a clearly foolish decision, but this is ineffective. The counterintuitive advice of trying less to convince them takes into consideration the other person's ego. When someone's ego is challenged with the bombardment of arguments, it tends to push against change. But when the person is free to make up their own mind, they are more likely to consider more perspectives since their ego isn't at risk of being hurt during free thinking. The more you enjoy being on your own, the more you will enjoy being with others. This too is counterintuitive logic that holds true and will make you more successful socially. Hold up. What the heck? This book is supposed to be about making friends and being social. I'm already feeling lonely. Why on earth are you telling me to enjoy being alone? Even with a rewarding social life, you may spend a good amount of time alone. So we want to make sure that you're not using a social life as an escape for dealing with issues that you may be avoiding. Plus, being comfortable with being alone will make you far less needy in your social relationships. How you design your own life is going to greatly affect how rich your social life can be. If your personal life consists of doing interesting things, trying new things, and having adventures, your social life will become much better as a result. Not only will you have a more fulfilling life in general, but you will have new and interesting things to talk about, and the activities you engage in can be avenues towards meeting new people. However, being alone should not be the main focus of your social life. Being around people you care about is the only sustainable long-term strategy. Home Alone What do you like to do when you're home alone? Perhaps you already have a few things you enjoy doing that make you really happy. If you have those things, do them. But from now on, do them unapologetically. Do you lose track of playing video games? Does writing and thinking deeply about a subject make you happy like it does for me? Does finding new recipes for food make you feel joyful inside? If you have a thing you really like, enjoy it freely. Sometimes we suppress our passions because we may not think that they're a productive use of our time, or we think we quote-unquote should be doing something different. There's a time and place to do productive things, but ultimately, doing what makes you happy is what counts. So do it. If you don't currently have passions you love, this is a great opportunity to try new things. New passions can fall under one of three broad categories, consuming, learning, or creating. Although learning and creating can be more productive and quote-unquote beneficial than consuming, don't feel pressured to stick to these categories if you prefer to consume. The most important thing is that you try new things without judgment. Don't knock it until you try it. Consuming Consuming is when you acquire and or enjoy a product or service. This is the easiest and usually most relaxing form of a hobby because these activities are usually passive or only slightly engaging. Consuming is a great way to relax and enjoy yourself, but it can be easy to get into the trap of over-consuming to a point where productivity in other areas of your life may drop. Playing too many video games, watching too much Netflix, and excessive scrolling on your phone can affect your social life, work, or bigger life goals, so definitely be mindful of these habits.
The truth is that lots of forms of consumption are designed to be addictive since the companies making the products or services have to compete more and more for your attention and money, so be aware of this. Things you can consume include video games, movies and shows, sports, YouTube and internet videos, blogs and books, food and drink, music. Learning. Learning is similar to consuming, but it has a distinct purpose. Learning is a great thing to be passionate about because your brain naturally craves learning new information. Learning new things had a direct impact on our survival as a species, which can explain the amazing rush of joy you get when you learn something new. This can be a great source of fulfillment when you're alone. When you're alone, the mediums you can learn from boil down to a few. Books, internet articles and blogs, online videos, online courses, podcasts, and scientific literature. While the mediums may be a select few, the topics you can learn about are virtually endless. Here are only some of the topics you can learn about. Self-improvement, mindset, productivity, social skills, dating and relationships, health and fitness, sports, history, business, money and investing, science, art, food and drink, politics, music, automobiles and machinery, animals and wildlife. Creating. The last big category that hobbies at home can fall under is creating. Creating is a powerful hobby, not only because it takes skill to build something of value that you or other people can benefit from, but also because it can put you in a serious state of flow. In psychology, a flow state is when you're fully immersed in an activity and you have energized focus, complete involvement, and are enjoying the process of the activity. When you're in a flow state, you're connected to the idea or activity you're doing, which can help you avoid loneliness when alone. COVID-19 Creating Time In 2020, COVID-19 was starting to enter Canada, the country I live in. Our country progressively went into lockdown. This meant that the rest of my school semester was going to be online. Final exams were pretty much all cancelled, my summer job was going to be cancelled, and I would be living on my own for the foreseeable future since I couldn't go back to my hometown to be with my family. You could probably guess the dread I had knowing this lockdown could last many months. I had no job, pretty much no school, and no friends to see. How was I supposed to keep myself from going insane? I found a hobby. Creating. I've always been fascinated by creating a business because I always want to make money solving real problems and my stints doing sales for successful startups only fueled my desire. Now that I have at least 5 months of solitude with no job to keep me busy, I might as well do it now. I didn't end up creating a business, but I started a private blog series on how to develop the confidence to approach women in real life. The problem I identified was that meeting women was hard for me, and it was probably hard for other men too. Online apps are pretty ineffective, although it's a great concept. Using social skills was good, although the quantity of women could be low, so I figured that going up and approaching women was the only real way to get what I was looking for. Developing the confidence to approach women isn't so much about what to say or how to act. It's more of a self-improvement process to transform yourself into a person that women want by developing traits and proofs they desire. Most of the focus of my writing was on things like physical and mental health, reprogramming mindsets and beliefs, vulnerability, overcoming insecurities, being respectable, dressing well, building a lifestyle that makes you happy, social skills, and social intelligence. Sound familiar? After completing it, I made the decision to hold the project for the time being. After completing the project, I still had another big problem. I was in lockdown for quite a few more months, so what did I do? Naturally, I went back to asking myself about the problems I could solve, and I discovered through my last failed venture that I really liked writing. I wasn't going to let the last few months of intensive hard work go to waste. 
And from there, I discovered a related problem that I also had, developing a social life. Because I found a new hobby that I loved doing, I'd been quite happy, focused, and productive for what otherwise could have been a miserable, lonely time. Unlike consumption, creating is a hobby that can impact your life in more ways than just experiencing immediate joy. It's similar to learning, in a sense, but the benefits are more direct. I had to apply my learning to something to make it valuable for others, and my hobby of creating is directly beneficial for you, as you are reading this book right now. Some categories within creating include book, blog, business, website, photography, videography, computer coding, digital design, visual arts, music, dance, cooking slash baking, woodwork, automobiles and machinery, gardening, sewing slash knitting, scrapbooking. Go do cool things. Just because you don't have a friend to accompany you, it doesn't mean you have to isolate yourself inside your house all the time. You can definitely do lots of cool, interesting things outside the house. Spending many hours or even days on end inside can have some negative consequences. For one, your mental health can become distorted as you're not in touch with reality and other people. Instead, you're being exposed to screens for long periods of time. A good way to find out what you like to do outside the house is to ask yourself this. If you had to spend an entire day outside the house, what would you do? There are likely many things you want to do, but haven't yet done. The best time to try those things is now. Fear of uncertainty is what stops most people from trying new things, not time or money. Their lives are predictable. Anything that brings uncertainty is to be avoided. This is human nature. But human nature doesn't really bode well for helping you have some fun in your life. When I realized that life is all about not knowing and doing something anyway, I started to supercharge my lifestyle by trying new things. If you want to try boxing, you're not going to know exactly what to expect when you walk into the gym on the first day of class. You probably won't know what's going on, or how to throw a proper punch, and you may be quite nervous. But that's the whole point, to not know and do something anyway. To help you get started, try this exercise. Create a bucket list of everything you want to try. Don't filter yourself here. Just write, 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 whatever comes to your mind. For each item, ask yourself, how can I try it once? Keep in mind financial costs or time required, but remember that it's worth trying things you have a desire to try at least once. It's about finding the courage and creativity to do so. This also goes without saying, but use some common sense here too. If you put playing football with crocodiles or skydiving without a parachute on your list, hopefully you're smart enough to figure out what is the rational idea and what it isn't. After you make the list, take the route that requires the least financial cost or time. When we want to take on a new hobby, we think we need to spend a lot of money on it or spend a lot of time doing so. That doesn't have to be the case. When first starting out, try your new hobby once and figure out how to do it for free or at a low cost so you can try many different things without overcommitting. The weird, strange, odd, but pretty cool things you think of are up to you, but here are a list of more common things you can try. Activities Weightlifting Biking Running Martial arts Swimming Sports Golf Bowling Airsoft Pool slash billiards Video games Chess or board games, thrifting, skateboarding, poker or cards, fishing, hunting, archery, canoeing, hiking, camping, skiing or snowboarding, community, coaching, volunteering, teaching, fundraising or doing charity, visiting an animal shelter. Terrible things to do when you're lonely. When you're alone, you may end up also feeling lonely. Although those two things are linked, 
they're not the same thing. Being alone is something we all experience, whether it's always spending a weekend in, having no friends to meet up with, or because we've moved to a new city and don't know anyone. But being lonely is different. Being lonely is the feeling of lacking connection with something, whether it's a person, yourself, an activity, the world, or an idea. The simple trick to not feel lonely in the moment is to connect yourself to something. If it's not a person, is it an activity? Can you get into a state of flow learning or creating something? Can you find something new you want to consume? Of course, there are going to be moments when you don't feel connected to anything, and this is where mindfulness comes in. Staying in the present moment, instead of thinking about what you did in the past, what you're missing out on, or what you want to happen, will help you stay grounded. Limit the primary culprits that are making you feel lonely. Many of these culprits take you out of the present moment and drag your thoughts into other places that inevitably make you feel lonely. Endlessly scroll social media. When you are feeling lonely, what's the thing you tend to do more? Pick up the phone and browse social media. This isn't an accident. Aside from the entertainment factor, using social media more when you're alone is by design. Social media is designed for you to get a quote-unquote connection with others as you are exposed to people or their profiles. The problem comes when we get exposed to people's highlight reels during the moments we feel the worst. It's hard not to feel bad about yourself when you are feeling lonely and then see three friends posting about a party, a few people posting about restaurants or bars they're at, and a couple posting cute, loving photos. It can be hard to break away from your social media use, which is why if you want to limit social media use, you should focus on getting yourself into a state of flow with an activity. Use negative words. What words do you use when you're alone? Words have a significant impact on our thoughts because they're what our minds use to interpret the world. When you use words, you are sending information to your brain about what you're interpreting, so what words are you using? Are you using words such as lonely, loser, stupid, no one, no life, lame, dumb, unlikable, loner, and hate to describe you and your situation when you feel alone? Or are you using words like love, like, cool, interesting, great, and smart. I knew I was becoming satisfied with spending time alone when I stopped calling myself a lonely loser. Every time I would spend a Friday night alone, a weekend alone, or see people on social media posting with their friends, I'd instantly call myself a lonely loser, which would throw off my mood for a while. Now when I spend a Friday night alone, a weekend alone, or see people posting on social media with their friends, I don't even come close to calling myself anything remotely negative. If there's a problem, I'll fix it, but there's a lot to enjoy being alone too. If you use negative words, it's obvious why you feel bad when you're alone. The information you're sending to your brain is pessimistic. The way to make the shift is to work on staying present. When you're present, you can witness your thoughts pass without judgment, and from there, you can consciously shift towards using positive words. Have a negative outlook. What do you think about the future, in this case, your social life? Do you tend to think being alone is forever and you're destined for a life of doom and gloom, or do you tend to think that your situation can change and be better? Your outlook is important because it changes how your brain thinks and how creative it gets. If you think that your future is going to be hopeless, your brain doesn't do much creative thinking because you're telling it that the future is going to be negative. Why would it put effort into thinking? Conversely, if you have an optimistic view on your future, your brain tends to become creative because it needs to think about ways to stay in line with your optimistic thoughts. When I first recognized that spending alone was a problem, I'd beat myself up for it. I used to call myself a loner and a loser, and I used to think that it was the way it was going to be forever. But now when I spend time alone, I recognize that I'm going to spend time alone and it's okay. I'm neither a loner nor a loser. 
I have quite a good perception of myself, and I look forward to the next time I get to see a friend. Of course, this comes with improving your current situation, which is the point of the book, but it also comes with having a healthier relationship with spending time alone. Once again, being alone shouldn't be a dominant, long-term strategy because humans are designed to be social and not isolated for long periods of time. Being connected to ideas and activities, staying present, and spending time alone without feeling lonely are all good solutions to the short-term effects of feeling lonely, but nothing can replace actual human interactions. Without human connection, many of these ideas and activities can start to feel pointless and meaningless, which is why this is only a short-term strategy or a band-aid solution to a bigger problem. Key takeaways. Even with a rewarding social life, you may spend a good amount of time alone. Coping with loneliness by enjoying being alone should not be the main focus of your social life. Being around people you care about is the only sustainable long-term strategy. When you're at home, you can do what you like or find something to do that you like. This can come in the form of consuming, learning, or creating. When you're outside your home, it's worth finding activities you like. This can create opportunities to meet new people. When you're feeling lonely, you shouldn't excessively browse social media, use negative words to interpret your situation, or have a negative outlook.